Good evening, ladies and gentlemen and listeners from all around the world. Big shout out to Russia, where we've cracked the top 100 in our category. Um, And also, all those big shout out to all those parents with um, school holidays. Yep. Yep. We know the pain, we know the fun of it all. Just broke up a dance. I just broke up a dance party at a sleepover. That's at my place. But it was good. I wasn't wanting to do dancing tonight, but guess what? Didn't take much for me to start dancing and then karaoke and and um, bizarrely busting out a rendition of Betty Davis' Eyes, which was very fun. How did the kids you, like that? Uh, they thought it was weird and fun <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> was that their choice, Betty Davis' Eyes, or you? No, it was one that came on, and Bronnie and I both liked it, so we both did it. That was awesome. It was so much fun. Then we had some pink. And a bit of Tay-Tay. It was all good. All right. Well, everybody, we're all together. Sorry we missed an episode last week. Just scheduling so hard when you've got people all around the world. Um, like we do. Well, it's yeah, we do. We do. So where are you tonight, Martin? I'm in, I'm in Greece. I'm in Thessaloniki in Greece. About half past 10 in the morning. Well, no, 10 to 11 now. Um, it's about 27 degrees at the moment. Cloudy in Greece. Yeah. Oh, well, can't be all good, can it? But um, no, it, it's been pretty fab um, touring around. Like last week we were doing, we were in Poland and then in Hungary. And um, i got to say, both Poland and, and Budapest are just stunning cities. Just the architecture and stuff is amazing. Mm. Like the parliament building in Budapest, oh my God blows your mind just even looking at it it's, it's insane like so, the beehive yeah oh yeah yeah it's more like the michael fowler center it's more like the mlc modern architecture eh? <laughs> all right with that big giggle going on it must be the man from taranaki hi ian hey glenn <laughs> yeah, oh, and sorry. silent dude tonight. Quiet, quiet as a church mouse. It's David Chan. I'm just warming hey, up. David. Oh, really? <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a special episode for you tonight. Um, we're going to have a look at some new releases that have come out. Um, and they're pretty important to us. Um. And uh, by two of our esteemed members of this crew. So Martin's put out an EP, uh, They Walk Among Us. Um, and Ian's put out a, an, a full-length album called Shadowbox. And we're just going to break, just have a little chat to the boys about, about these cool releases. Um, so, you know, David and I are pretty excited about it because it's not every day that your mates release some records um so it's really choice and we're really proud of you guys eh? yeah a great feeling to actually get something out there yeah so what what we'll do is we'll um talk about martin's one first because that was released first and then we'll talk about ian's shadow box after that they walk among us four Mm -hmm. tracks 14 minutes long all right um Shall we play a little snippet of one of those oh, songs? Yeah. Starting off with a bit of surfing on a sonic boom, eh? Love the intro. 
How did it come to be? How did it come to be? That's a really good question. So, um, geez, I guess um, what was happening was I, I've been trying to get a load of different music projects off the ground recently. Um, and over the last couple of years, that seems to have been the case, a bit of a band or um, some songwriting projects, different, different little kind of pockets of things, as well as doing some production work. And what I was finding was like, Although I really enjoy collaborating with other musicians, scheduling, getting it to kind of come together um, or budgetary constraints, things like that, tend to kind of put the kibosh on these things. And more often than not, you get like 40, 50% of the way through a project and it just kind of stops. Either it runs out of steam or runs out of money or something like that happens. And I thought, I really, really want to get something out there under kind of my of, of my stuff and it seemed like the most logical way for me to do that was to release a solo project um, so and the reason I've gone with They Walk Among Us as, mm. a name, as opposed to putting it under my own name as well is um, I kind of wanted to keep my name out of it for when I'm doing a different kind of project. So maybe if I'm doing like a songwriting project or, or something like that, that's when I would probably use my own name. They Walk Among Us, that, that name actually comes, it was a comic shop um, from where I lived uh, back, in, back in the UK, Richmond upon Thames, there was a comic shop called They Walk Among Us. And I always thought that's such a cool name. I love it. But I always wanted to use it for a music project. I just thought it's got some great kind of connotations and it conjures up some mm. cool images in the head. Um, so that's where um, where the idea kind of really came from. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the whole kind of genre, I guess, like the, doing like an electronica project as opposed to doing kind of like a rock project or a blues or, or something else. Um, it's always been a, a type of music that, because I'm a keyboard player, has, has been very kind of integral to the way that I've kind of learned how to play. You know, I grew up listening to people like Van Gelis and from Shell Shah and all of those kind of 90s bands like The Orb and The Grid, mm, mm. all of those kind of guys. So that was a big influence, and I kind of wanted to get some of that into this project as well. Well, I think you have done that tremendously because when I listened to it, I, I sent you a text message, didn't I? I said, oh, man, it sounds like The Orb. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, 
Awesome. I've achieved my goal. But it also sounds a little bit like, yeah, it's definitely got that 90s electro sort of sound to it. And even, dare I say, a little bit of Endless River, which um, is a Pink Floyd record, um, which yeah, um, yeah, had a lot of instrumentals and stuff like that in it as well. Um, mm. So was it deliberate to go down that road or did the project sort of aim you that way? Yeah, I mean, I love that stuff. I mean, that that, that whole vibe is very cool for me. And, and in terms of writing that stuff, I find that probably like, if I'm writing instrumental music, it's definitely the kind of genre that I would kind of like gravitate more towards. Um, it was, um, it was quite a, uh, I, I, you know, hesitant to say this, but it was quite a quick project to put together. So I think the whole thing from start to finish was around about two and a half months, which, you know, for four tracks is not bad going mm, for me. Mm. <laughs> um, one of them, um, which is, um, the earth is beautiful from space. I kind of had a bit of that prior to it and it was used in a, in a different thing that I was working on, which mm. was actually more of a kind of classical kind of piece. It was a choral piece. So the choirs that you hear in that track, that was the original idea from that and everything else kind of came from that, stems mm. from that. So a little bit different in terms of the way that that one And that's the second track, isn't it, from the EP? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of funny that track, and I'm coming to listen to it now. I just in my head, I just come up with an image of like a Ferrero Rocher advert or something. <laughs> 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 now that you mentioned it, <laughs> actually, it does yeah, go um, really well with a Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Highly recommend. This is not a plug for the Ferrero Rocher. I I do like on that surfing on a sonic boom what you've done on the so um every fourth bar you reverse the drums or something you kind of it's almost like snare out, eh? Yeah. Is it is that what it is? Drop dropping the snare. It was was quite cool. It's like a little bit. Um, you think you know it's coming, and then suddenly it's like just skips a my skips a beat or something, and then then carries back on. I thought that was quite cool and quite clever. Yeah, and, and quite often with stuff like that, they're kind of like happy little accidents that kind of occur. And what I tend to do with drum parts is I'm not much, although I'm, I'm okay on a normal kit, but when it comes to actually like programming drums, I'm rubbish at it. It's it's definitely not something that I enjoy doing. Um, so I tend to use loops, drum loops. Um, but what I tend to do with drum loops, kind of like a trade secret here, is rather than just dropping a drum loop in, is I'll actually put two in, two very different kind of sounding drum loops and just stack them on top of each other in order to create something new. Um, mm. So, and and kind of play around with them maybe a little bit, put an effect on one, maybe one is very, very dry and the other one's got a lot of reverb on it. Mm. Um, or an echo effect or something like that. So quite often what you'll find with like the drum loops and stuff that I'm using is it's not one drum loop, it's actually like two or even three. Oh, right. Or I might mm. the hi-hat from one part and, and the other and the rest of the drums coming through on a, on a different loop. How so, many yeah, how many track how many tracks are you putting through on an average song on that album? I mean parts oh. of you know, you've got your guitars one track, your 
keyboards and other track in in total yeah how many tracks yeah, are i mean there's probably most of those are probably somewhere between sort of like 10 and 16 tracks tracks mm, and, yeah and, and that might be in the case of like with um with the track that you played on the guitar track yeah the layered that is the, yeah um because what i did was you know ian, ian gave me like 15 minutes worth of guitar stuff for that track which is fantastic I'm, I'm so grateful oh, for doing that. Thank you, my bro. I tried, I tried all sorts of different techniques to try and get that, what I wanted for it. And, it, it, you know, sometimes you just need bloody guitar. And um, so he recorded all the stuff for me. And I basically went in and just chopped it, made it into samples, and then moved it around. <laughs> so what you're finding there is something, I know, I'm such a Philistine. <laughs> Sorry, mm. dude. <laughs> sometimes, so, yeah, sometimes that was, that so was the, uh, that was the, that was the kind of um that was the brief though wasn't it you know i'll just record and that sort of and that's a really neat thing martin sends me a message and say hey man i want this kind of thing but kind of dave gilmorey but kind of mm -hmm. maybe a bit latiny and and then you just give him a whole bunch of shit and he just goes away and cut and paste and do whatever stretch it out change it add effects to it do whatever mm -hmm. you want with it mm -hmm. yeah neat, neat process Let's yep. have a listen to a little bit of Starship Blues, which is this one, isn't it? Yep. Stuff, eh? That's um, my favourite, but that little bit of muted. What effects did you add to that to make it sound like that? I'm curious. <laughs> That's um, awesome. There's a great plug and effect thing called uh, Valhalla that you can get. And they do all different <laughs> ones. But one of them is like an echo thing. Wow. And um, it's, there's hundreds and hundreds of presets in there, but one of them is like, it just says like... Super weird. echo. Is it called Gilmore? Oh, gorgeous! Well, I, I heard it and I was like, "Oh, that's oh, oh, touch my heart." I love it. <laughs> touch my heart. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, as I say, like super grateful for Ian for kind of doing that because yeah, you know, I tried it with samples. I tried it with. with playing using like guitar kind of sounds and stuff mm, it just yeah. wasn't happening it just no. was not coming together and that was that was the one sticking point i had in this whole project actually was that track so thank you for kind of unlocking that and making that, yeah. that really so, welcome and first take was it uh the takes on that <laughs> were i did i did two tracks for martin yeah. i did a uh, did a track of i can't remember the first one was definitely gilmory second one was yeah probably a bit more bluesy and cleaner. And then I, I made it a, th a third one, did like a jazzy one. Did I do some jazzy? Yeah, fragments for it. So. Three, I mean, 
there's, there's yeah. bits of all three of those takes in there. So yeah. in there, I th- I think the I think probably spent about four hours on it. So a lot of takes, yeah, a lot, lot of takes, takes. Yeah. because the thing is the song's so good that you, you can do so much in it and that's a sign of a good song. You're not struggling mm-hmm. to think, will this fit in it or it just kind of everything fits in it. It's mm-hmm. nice. It just yeah. goes real well. And yeah, how did it feel to when you, when you heard it for the first time and finished, what do you think yeah. of you when you heard yourself? I but, was like, what the fuck you done with all my music? <laughs> Where am I in all this? <laughs> no, oh, I, was, I was most impressed. Uh, I think Martin did a great job of, of it. And you've got to remember, you know, like uh, what you've touched on earlier, where you said you've, you've got into the production side of it and editing and production is, is so time consuming and there's so much goes through your head and thoughts what do you leave in what do you drop out what do you put in what do you cut what little snippets ah, so much in there so you did well with that man because there was a lot of stuff to work through yeah thanks yeah um i think of all of the tracks actually that's probably the busiest one but what i did want to try and do was, was actually say was like was give you some space in there to kind of do your thing um but you know it's interesting sometimes like in terms of the writing process, how those ideas come together. Quite often for me, it's just from experimenting with different sounds and playing around and building up like a sound palette. Um, and one particular thing will kind of come through and kind of spark an idea. And that's where it kind of comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was definitely the case with that song. It was that it's like a rhythmic arpeggiator synth thing. It just does this. And that's where the whole, thing kind of came from with that track um and i just thought oh, that's really cool i like that and then just kind of putting a drum beat underneath it and suddenly it comes to life you know so a lot of those and that's often kind of like my my mode of working when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah and then the, what was the final track that was my favorite one which is called um coming back oh, to gravity and okay. the back to gravity, yeah who's yeah, the guy yeah. at the start of that martin who's the guy on the Talking about it's just talking at the start. I actually found it on YouTube, but I'll probably get sued for it. But I think <laughs> it's, um, it's actually one of the astronauts. I can't remember if it's Buzz Aldrin or, mm. or someone else. Um, them oh, about yeah, it's the guy after being up in, in space and and the kind of and I've done a bit of research on that. I'm like the toll it takes on your body when you actually come mm. back to gravity. And and they're all you know a lot of those guys kind of suffer from like really bad joints and back pain and. All kinds of, of like ongoing issues as a result. And yet the track doesn't sort of have that heaviness. But um, let's have, have have a peek. I don't think I ever felt completely normal uh, up there. There's always some little subtlety of how you're feeling even after you've been up there for 340 days. Coming back to gravity is harder than leaving gravity.
gets you on that celestial trip, it's, doesn't it? It's so enigma. It is so so enigma. It's a you've bit got enigma, the yes. drum beat, you've got the choral thing, and you've got those keys on top, right? Mm. And it's that could be straight off their album. It sounds just like what they'd do, right? Awesome. Well, again, I take that as a compliment. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it was, um, yeah. yeah, it was kind of an interesting one that in that I, I kind of put all of the backings down and I didn't have the piano part. Mm. Um, I didn't have a going over it. And I was like, what am I going to do over this? And it ended up actually being the, the piano part there is actually one whole, it's just one take. It's live. Um, I just played it, um, which often I won't do. And often oh. I'm not going to do it in bits, mm. like the again. But that one was was one take, and I just felt like the feel of it needed that. Um, mm. Yeah, it is kind of kind of meditative. It's it's got a little yeah. It just kind of gets you in a groove kind of thing in your head as you're kind of listening to that one. Um, yeah, I think for me actually that was probably the most fun one to actually put together. Although I, I love all th- all four tracks now, but. That one was probably it, it was quite a quick one. I think like two or three days, and that whole track was done. So mm. it was quite a quick process with that one. Yeah, fantastic. It's um, a nice song. I, I, it's a, it's a really nice EP, man. And um, yeah, my favourite song, the surfing on a sonic um, boom. Is, I just, I think I messaged you when I heard it, and I had it on in the car quite loud. And uh, it just, there's so many, that needs to become a song as well. And I think you've got something in the pipeline with that, but it, nice. there's a lyrics just fit like a hand and a glove on that. I was just humming away in the car thinking, yeah, that could now even become a song on a, mm, again, a, a, yeah. another one. Yep. You know? Yep. Totally. That was the first one you put on, Glenn. Yeah. Th- mm, you you mm. could hear lyrics coming in after about like 30 seconds after the intro. You'd be like, yeah. Yeah. It sounds perfect for uh, for vocals. Right. Well, maybe Catchy. that's a, cha- a challenge for all of us and our listeners. If you <laughs> listen listen to it and you do come up with some lyrics, send them through. Um, it'd be really good because actually, you know what? Writing good lyrics is freaking hard. Um, it it's not easy at all. Um, I'll be really generous. It's, it's all five percent car. <laughs> nice. All righty. <laughs> and and so quick question where do you where do our listeners get this where do they find it how do they get it well you can uh, currently it's exclusive to bandcamp so if you go on bandcamp and just search for they walk among us nz the nz is really important to tack on the end because there are some other like inferior they walk among us bands out there <laughs> you don't want the ship you don't you don't want the ship one you want the good one it's got a picture yeah. of a monkey on the front Picture of, a, picture of a monkey on the cover. It's going to be a recurring theme, so you're going to find, like, with, with the second release when that comes along, um, that the apes are back. So <laughs> nice. Damn nice. dirty apes. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> All right, let's bring us back to Earth um, for something a little bit different. Um, sounds from Shadowbox. So let's have a let's have a peek at Shadowbox. Yeah. 
question, awesome. question Ian. How many bloody vocal tracks have you got on that? <laughs> so many. <laughs> and what, what are you doing with the vocals on that? Because that's different to the one I've been. I, I listened to. Well, you've actually caught me on a on a. You've caught me on a good day because I've got the. I've got something special for you guys. I've got the actual file right here. Yeah. And um, if you want to hear a, a breakdown of it, so what I've got is, a, is is I can break it right down for you. This song's got sixteen tracks in total. Yeah. And the vocals actually, you've got um, one, two, three, four vocal parts, and a little bit like Martin's parts, they're all layered with different effects and different sounds. Hmm. So you end up with a different, it's not just the same four vocals, but here's an example. Here's vocal one. When it's me and it's you. And a sky so wide and blue Double it up Picks me up Makes me warm From a distant storm So that's your two main vocals See I'm a fool Harmony one To myself Harmony two I'm the last to get some help Harmony three I'm the first to offer The goodness that I have So four vocals Yeah Yeah <laughs> I thought I could hear. I could hear, and timing is slight different because some of them don't yeah. uh, don't have the tail. I noticed right. that, that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I thought that sounded quite neat. Well, you've kind of you get a, Thanks, man. You get a weird crossover if you just if you just cut and paste the exact. Yeah, if it's totally synced, it's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, it's a weird offset. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's cool. Thanks, yeah, man. Very nice. Yeah, I do like that track. That is a favourite. That is a personal favourite. Oh, look, it, it is. Yeah. It's a great way to open the mm. the album. So Ian's put together <laughs> Shadowbox, um, an album of 49 minutes, 10 songs. Um, so how did it all come together and why Shadowbox? Yep. Uh, the, the idea came from a, a lot like Martin, a lot of songs, got a lot of material half recorded, recorded, and I've never, I haven't put anything out. So just get something out. And so I was going back to a lot of old stuff, but then I just thought to myself, um, I'd moved into my new flat and I thought, man, I'm just going to plug in my guitar and anything that comes out of my mouth and my hands is going to go down. So there was maybe about 18 songs and obviously eight of them were shit. So 10 of them are reasonable and that's the ones you got. And that's pretty much, that's the process. <laughs> you, awesome. you throw it at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, it's all good. Um, yeah. One of the things that I really picked up on, it's quite a diverse record because there's quite a few different styles in there, which I think is uh, sums you up quite nicely as a, a songwriter and a person. And anyone that's listened to this podcast will definitely know that. Um, for me, I was drawn to like songs like Show Kindness and Rain. They've sort of got that white boy soul music in there. Mm. And I was just like, oh, I only wish that I could find you a gospel choir to add into it. It's, I was like, how do I find a gospel choir to add to that to make it even bigger for me? Um, but, yeah, real soulfulness coming through there, eh, which I really loved. Thank you, man. And, yeah, funny enough, I cut somebody's hair on Friday who downloaded the album and said, you know what one of those sound songs was to sound really good with? Some soul singers in it. <laughs> I was like, 
Really? You're the second well, person that told me that. <laughs> no, so there's there's a song you've got there um, called um, As Above, So Below. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you got that queued up, Glenn? Are you able to just yeah, play a little bit of that? Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Play a little bit of snippet of that, and then I want to I want to play something straight after it. That intro a bit shorter, I think. This no. will set you free. Take the wing and take the sky. Ask the questions, wonder why. Now, Dave, is, do you want to play a little bit of something to go with that? That is so smooth, isn't it? Isn't that just super, <laughs> super smooth? And um, it sounds it, it sounds like holiday time in Oakura. It it yes. does. It sounds, so I was I was grooving to that one, and I was like, I was just chilling. I was like, why does this sound so good? And it sounds like familiar, but it doesn't. It's like part of it. And then, and then this came into my head. What? What's this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that better than mine. Robinson. Is it? Smoky. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's just the first part, and it just got me. It's just that very chilled groove to it. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, different different time signatures and all sorts of things, or different, mm-hmm. different speeds and stuff. But but it was just like so chilled, and that guitar you've got going in there, Ian, at the, the start, it just sounds so fucking good. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's your telecaster at work. Yep. Yeah, and it does. It's just in the telecaster. Oh, yeah, soul. Thank you. Love that one. Yeah. That's my pick. I think is that your pick too, Martin? Did you double up with me on that? Yeah, it's, it's got that kind of, as you say, a blue-eyed soul kind of sound to it, and it reminds me of something like Paul Carrick, um, or um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just Steve Winwood. There's a bit of Steve Winwood in there as well. It's just a oh. really chill mm. beautiful smoky vocal love it yeah. um and, and and the whole album um i've got to say right ian like i don't know like what your kind of thought process was in the way that you wrote it or stuff it, it sounds kind of quite autobiographical and i kind of relate to it on a lot of levels in that respect mm-hmm. and um one thing for me although i'm kind of off traveling at the moment i get real bad anxiety at airports I hate them. I don't mind flying 
when I'm on a plane, I'm totally fine. Mm. But the whole thing of like scared about missing a flight or missing a connection, that kind of thing, it really ramps me up and I get really, really nervous and, and anxious about it. When I was at um uh, when I was at Auckland getting ready to go to Los Angeles, I cranked this song. I was listening to this album and it totally <laughs> hit me the fuck out. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Job so, <laughs> so I now I now have my uh, my mantra to listen to every time I'm traveling. There you go, Love listeners. It. There you go, listeners. That's yeah. it. You've heard it first. In New Zealand, um, let's get it on your playlist. Yeah, man, yeah, get it man. on there. Yeah, boy. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. What, what were man. some of those influences or themes or <clears throat> that yep, sort of that, inspired this? How did how did it all come to be? And yep. A lot of, lot of inspiration. Uh, yeah, my, Martin's right. It touches on a lot of things that are real close to me. Uh, I'm not the best lyricist, so I find lyrics really hard. And uh, at the time, didn't really have anyone I could sort of turn to. You know, like, I didn't feel like I want to... I don't know. Anyway, but... Um, so, as above, so below. The idea of that actual song, uh, you guys seem to like. It came from... I was reading a book. It's the Buckland's... Um, complete guide of witchcraft and um <laughs> this will change it well <laughs> wow that's did you go wicker on us oh i've always been i've always been wicker i've always been wicker on you but they were discussing about you know there's, there's a very famous that sort of saying is very famous as above so below and uh, making things all equal. And I really like the idea of that. So I, they were sp- sort of concepts that are important to me, I suppose. Nice. Uh, yeah, things like that. Uh, me and You, that track one you heard, I wrote that when I went to Raglan, took my guitar, and uh, that was written. Oh, you had that coffee. Had the coffee. Yeah. And, uh, that song was written for my son. It wasn't written for a woman. It was written for my boy. Mm. Um, and, yeah, just things That's like that. Cool. You know? That's super cool. Thanks, man. Did you did you use like a twelve string on that or? No, what I did was there's five guitar parts on it, ah, so there's right. yeah. three acoustics and two electrics, and uh, the Telecaster really gives it that birds. I wanted it to sound like a bird song. Yeah, and it did, and it did. So I would have yeah. loved like a Rickenbacker twelve string or something. Would have been amazing, but can't afford all that stuff, you know. Yeah, I I, I do have a question about this track, and I'll. I'll... I'll cue it up because I think this is an absolute riot. <laughs> I keep holding on Cause time and I Yeah, we choose you I just love this. <laughs> I just think it's wonderful. So this ends the album, um, and it's just such a riot. It's completely different to everything else. <laughs> And it's just so much fun. How, um, how did yeah, the secret secrets going on? 
it's um it's so it's, new, it's new wave and it was it was interesting because i was thinking and my question was this so shadow box gets to a different it gets it gets through there there's a white boy soul and there's a nice chilled out vibe and then suddenly 1986 indicates oh wait mm. might be going a slightly different direction here fans join yeah. me for this secret <laughs> adventure down a an interesting path and i i'm a little bit excited about that or have i read that completely wrong yeah no i don't know i just wrote it as a song (laughs) (laughs) drugs do strange things (laughs) lay off the drugs man Uh, oh it it was fun yeah it's uh what do you want to know about it what can i answer about it well it was mostly Um, is that a direction that you're gonna dabble in yeah, the, well, the shadow box idea was shadow box was an idea of things that were I've kept in the shadows for a while that've been there, mellow, right? Which will there's also another album which I've been working on for ages now, which is called Firebox, which is more prog and what you just heard, an electric upbeat. And then there's going to be a third one called Jukebox, which will be the live version of Shadow Box, which we're playing Ooh. at the end of the year. Oh, so cool. And I will say that this song, rehearsing it live with the band, 1986, it's turned into a real funk disco bonanza. It sounds it sounds really good live. Um, but that's a, the idea that's came. So exciting to hear. Yeah, the idea came about was I actually bought a uh, micro Korg synthesizer XL, and because I like synths. And I plugged it in, found the arpeggiator, and just. And then I decided to put a drum beat. I like that. So I put a drum beat to it. That's the basis of the whole song. And I do love those, I love those changes in a day. Yeah. Cool, it reminds me of like, um, almost like Beatles Vegas, the ZZ Top version. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yeah. it does, really eh? Cool. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. The, these are the electric, these are the percussion parts that, if I just, if I keep that as it is, so you've got, you've got all sorts of percussive sounds going on there, right? I call that ear candy. Yeah. I love that sequence. So there's a a lot of stuff going on there, probably hidden in the mix, but... Oh, I love I it. it. Yeah, I wanted it. It was written about a love affair, and mm. the love of the love affair was my love affair with 1986 because I love the 80s and I love being old school. Brilliant! <laughs> and just like I said to Martin, where do people find this? Ian, where can they get it? Where can they get Shadowbox? Well, they can go onto Bandcamp.com. They can download. They walk among us first. And on the same web page, you can go and get Shadowbox Second all in one hit. <laughs> Fabulous. How about that? And, 
and tell us when's this live gig? When when should we make tracks to the to the Naki? Well, we've been rehearsing two months, so well, I don't have a date yet, but hoping, thinking, end of November, maybe start of December. Uh-huh. So that will be at the. You can find all the information on that on the Ian Wallace Music Facebook page. So, hmm. And I really wow. appreciate you guys listening to it and downloading it. And it's 15 bucks for the album. It's not free. Um, no, nor should it be. Yeah, it's it's been received well and it's good. It's just nice to get something out. I think Martin's probably exactly the same. It's just nice to get uh, material out. Thank you so much, um, both of you, for sharing yeah. your 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 what you've done and how you've pulled it all together. And um really looking forward to making the trip up um who knows dare i say it potentially could they walk among us be the opening band well <laughs> anyway it sounds like a good road, road trip it does sound like a good road trip there's a gap <laughs> brilliant all right hey thanks everybody um this has been really fun Thanks for the plug, mate. Thanks, mate. Nice one, guys. Thanks for listening, boys. I think coming back to gravity is harder than leaving gravity. Mm-hmm.